Hi. What's going on? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm great. What's new? What's new? Um, I'm sitting in bed doing this interview. What about you? <laughs> what, what time is it there? It is just past midday, like two minutes past. Ah, oh, did it. Nice. Where are you sitting at right, it's right 10 now? PM. It's 10 p.m. yesterday. I'm also sitting near my bed, but it's a different time of day, so it's like a different sitting in the bed. You know what I mean? It's it's soon to be going into bed, but like what? <laughs> yeah, like you're you're focusing on like relaxing and chilling. I'm focusing on sleeping and watching Netflix. Ah, oh, story of my life, dude. I love Netflix. Abby, you get me. Well I know. Done. You cut to the core of me, Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and my wife just my wife is like about to give birth, like any minute type of thing. I genuinely um, hope it doesn't happen in the next dead. fifteen minutes. There's no way of knowing. You could be a very big part of my history right now. Um, but yeah, so we're just sitting in bed watching Arms and New Black on repeat. So it's going really well. Awesome, awesome. Um, and what were you doing before this interview? Just watching? Um, well, no, I've been, in, I've been doing interviews for like, I guess an hour now because they have me hooked up to whatever it is that they, I don't know. I, I've never done this in America before. I've never seen this. But you guys, you Australian people seem to have your shit together. Oh, do you guys not do interviews all up in, a, in like one go? No, it'll be like, hey, on Thursday at 3.42, can I call you for a minute? Yeah, all right, cool. And then, like, next one will be, like, 6 a.m. next day or something stupid like that. Oh, I see. Okay. We have our shit together. What can I say? Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys get it. Hey, <laughs> thank you to AMH. I don't know if it was you for tweeting about it. That was very kind. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries, man. Um, congrats on making it onto Soundwave. That's really awesome. How are you boys feeling about it? Like, in our country, we don't have anything even close to this magnitude of a concert. Like, this is, this is like an entire iPod worth of music that you guys have in these two shows. Um, for us, the, I can't even explain, like, how different this is than what happens here. So it's, it's an absolute honor to be on a world-renowned festival, and it's an unbelievable shock to be announced second of all these people. Like, all these people are waiting for, like, these gigantic, life-changing bands, and then they hear about patent pending first. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they wanted to give you guys a focus, I think. But, um, hey, you guys have Warped Tour, and we don't. We had it, like, once last year, and that was it. And then it got canceled. Yeah, we do have Warped Tour. We do have Warped Tour. It's awesome, but it's, like, way different. It's, like, because our states are so close together. Yeah. And we play a different day, a different place every day. So it's, like, it's like 14, 10 to 14,000 people a day, whereas your festival is, like, 90 jillion people a day. So it's... <laughs> It's awesome, what tour. It's the absolute best. I would do it for free for the rest of my life if I could, but this is this is like a a real crazy thing. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Um, have you guys been down to Australia before? No, one of us, uh, our guitar player uh, is a tour manager of the band Zebrahead, so he's actually done Soundwave a couple times. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's exciting. But he says it's you know he doesn't like anything. And he loves Soundwave Fest, so we're all really excited because we usually like everything. So if Mark likes it, then we're going to fucking love it. Did did he come down with Zebrahead this February? Because I interviewed Zebrahead backstage. He might have been there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Drunk Mark may have set it up. He's the guy He's the guy on stage with the, the bar. Oh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> well, well, now you get to join him in having been here. 
Um, I'm not sure whether you guys get told before the announcement who's playing, but hypothetically, who would you guys love to be playing alongside? I'm going to tell you right now for sure. I have absolutely, positively no fucking clue who is playing. Yeah, I bet. I'm not. I'm going to guess Green Day isn't. Because didn't Green Day headline last year? Yeah. But you're not, I don't think they're coming. I don't. But yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I tried to figure it out because I've, I've been following this festival for years just as a music fan. Um, I feel like it could be Blink, no? Like, uh, we had Blink last year. I don't year. know. Oh, like in 2013. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Um, I, I really don't know. Who do you think it's going to be? I have no idea, but apparently it's going to be bigger than, like, the last few years put together. And the last few years had, like, Pearl Jam and stuff. Wow. That's <laughs> insane. So, like, it has to be Kiss, I guess. Yeah. I guess it's Kiss. And we had Maiden as well a few uh, years also, ago. Also, yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, I saw that the Foo Fighters are making a huge announcement on Monday. I don't know if that could be it, but if, uh, if, I don't know yet. They wouldn't, they wouldn't announce them that early, but maybe. That'd be cool. Okay, you know the ins and outs of this shit. I gotta, I gotta learn from you. It's gonna be Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, listen to me. <laughs> um, Come on. Hey, so I know you've played like download festival and stuff before. Um, what for the band? Like, what are the pros and cons of huge festivals and smaller club shows? Like, which you like better? Which is worse sometimes? This is gonna sound like political bullshit. It really is. But as you know, I mean, you may never know anything about our band ever. But maybe you will. You have no idea. Uh, I have no idea. Um, it's going to sound like I'm just saying this to say it, but I fucking love every single time we get to go on stage, no matter how many people are there. That being said, the best part about club shows is that we're a really psychotic band <laughs> when we play live. So our live shows are disgusting. Like, they're sweaty, gross, acrobatic, manic. Like, it's been said so many times by our fans that that thing shows the only time they exercise all year. <laughs> Um, just because it's absolute chaos, you know, for an hour every single night. Um, so I really love club shows, and I like jumping, jumping off the walls and climbing the ceiling and all that stuff. But the festivals, um, for me, like, that's where I grew up. You know, I grew up going to Warped Tour, and I grew up um, going to whatever small festivals we have here. So, like, Download Festival, when we got to play that, we were the only not-metal band the entire day. Like, it was, it was Slipknot and Korn and, you know, all these other gigantic hard rock bands and then us and I don't know if you know what we sound like but like we're a very eclectic group that sometimes raps and also has pop songs and pop punk and you know pizza music kind of and so we're the only band one that doesn't have a hit song and uh, at that point and then two we're the only band that wasn't metal as shit that day and we were like there's only going to be a hundred people at the show and there's a hundred thousand people here today so I don't think it's going to go really well but we're excited to see Slipknot and then we went on stage and the tent was to capacity, like people were pouring out the sides. It was absolutely fucking insane. And I think the best part about festivals and the reason that I love them so much is because it gives every band a chance to be seen by everyone. Yeah. And that festival that day, that, that one half hour put us on the map in England and gave us an entire career. So if I had to choose, I'm going to say festivals because they've been very good to us in the past. That's, that's pretty fair enough. I can, I'll pay that. <laughs> um, you guys yeah, so but, I mean, we're, we're a festival band, though. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely heard you guys have, like, so much energy, so I can see that you'd be a big hit. Um, considering you guys have so much material with, like, seven EPs and five full-length albums, um, 
What's the writing process like for you guys? Is it like a complex one or pretty linear or? All right, well, two things, maybe four things here. One, we have so many CDs because we have been in the band since we were little kids. So, like, those bands that, like, Against Me was in and, like, those bands that, like, Les and Jake were in before they started the band they actually went on the on the road with, yeah. we were just too dumb to break up. So we have these, these old CDs that haunt us from our childhood. Um, but now, I guess, from, like, 2010 on are what we would call, like, our albums, in a way. So I guess it's, like, the last four releases. The writing process is very, to answer your question, is very, very bizarre in our band. Um, because what I'll do is I'll just hear a sentence in, in everyday conversation or I'll say a sentence or I'll be watching TV and think of, you know, that's an awesome word. So I'll write that word or that sentence down in my phone and I stockpile these until it gets like, you know, to thousands. And then I'll go down to Nashville where I record with no ideas, no ideas for anything. And, and we'll just stay there until it's done. And last time it took eight months because, you know, we don't force the songs out. We don't do it like... Uh, okay, no thought goes into this, and now it's done. Um, but we'll start with a sentence, and sometimes a guitar riff, and we'll just go in, we'll just write what comes natural. And uh, it takes a long fucking time, it seems like. But then there's also times, like we just did this thing called Mario and the Brick Breakers. Mm. Um, you know, it's a really long story. It might not be worth getting into in this small amount of time, but that whole EP took three days. Wow. Um, but it, 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 it is worth saying, like we have this song called Hey Mario. Yeah, I heard it. Cool. Right now. Hey, thank you. Yeah, we're we're silly fuckers. Um, <laughs> so we have this song called Hey Mario, and we have to shoot a music video for it. Do you guys have behind the music there? No. Okay, so it's like you know, like a documentary about a band where like they they like interview the band and friends and other bands and promoters and it's like uh-huh. really serious and they tell the story of the band. Yeah. So we, instead of making a music video, we made a movie about Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, and Toad starting a fake band called Mario and the Brick Breakers. <laughs> and we could have just made a music video, but instead we did six terabytes worth of footage. We made a movie, which is going to come out sometime in the next two weeks. We did a fake greatest hits album for a band that never existed, and it went to number seven on the England pop charts, which is fucking hilarious. Dude, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, so that whole EP took three days, but it's only because all the songs are about Nintendo. <laughs> Which, oh, okay. I was listening to Brighter. That was a really cool album. I liked it. It was so fun. Um, how's reception for that? Hey, thank you very much. Last year. Dude, it's been great. And I think one of the coolest parts about being in the band patent pending is rule number one is there are no rules except for stay hydrated. And like, so when we go into write songs, it's not like, hey, we're a pop punk band that, you know, goes crazy on stage. So we need to sound like this all the time. There are no rules. You know, like there's a rap song on there. There's pop songs on there. There's rock songs on there. And there's just pop punk songs on there. So, the human song sounds like pirates on there, which I fucking love. So <laughs> it's really cool that I think that album is the best representation of the band patent pending because there's serious moments like the song Brighter, mm. which is about, you know, the thirteen career of dream the thirteen year career of dreaming that we've been going to and now things are finally starting to work for us, which after thirteen years is a fucking relief. Um, and then there's silly songs like Hey Mario. And uh, I think Brighter was supposed to take three weeks to record and it ended up taking eight months. Wow. Um, and I think that shows, and I think about that every time I hear that album, and you can hear, in my listenings anyway, you can hear the work that went into it, you can hear the time that went into it, and I'm just so damn proud of that album, and the reception has been incredible, and being in a band that's, you know, not gigantic and not big at all, um, thank you, um, having an album be so weird, 
come out to fans of pop punk music and having them receive it well is, is a tremendous feeling because it, it's it means the songs are good yeah. in that way to these people. Absolutely, no, um, I that's I, really cool. I hadn't really heard of you guys before before Brighter and before this announcement, but I really like that album. Um, what songs? Hey, do you thank you very, very much. Resonate with Aussie crowds. live it's just about chaos so whatever's going to make people go nuts in australia and hopefully we figure that out the first day and we play it the other four days um but hey mario like you know we, we make people jump up in the air for coins like you're playing mario it's fun um we'll probably play a song like the, the whiskey the liar the thief it's like a pirate theme song <laughs> and we have like pirate hooks and, and stuff like that and then we have this song called psycho and love on a split album we do it going for soup and during that song we have a uh an Olympic crowd swimming competition. Wow, okay. So we'll put on goggles and swimmies and we'll go in the crowd and we'll race each other doing the backstroke and the, you know, the breaststroke and stuff like that, just racing across the crowd as if it's water, which is very fun and very silly. So I think that people can expect 30 minutes of fun and excitement from us. And no matter what songs we're playing, I know we're going to have time for a lot. So it's going to be really fun. You guys sound fun. I want to hang out with you guys. You guys sound hilarious. Hey, thank you. And when we're down there, we will. We'll try. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely go to Sandway. I've been to like seven of them, so I'm sure I'll find my way in. Awesome. Um, is there anything okay. you need to scratch off your bucket list when you're down here? Yeah, um, obviously koalas and kangaroos, obviously. You'll do that in Brisbane. Uh-huh. Can't wait. I cannot fucking wait. Two, I want to stand outside the Sydney airport because that... I know it's not where they film Lost, but that's where a lot of the show Lost was based, which is very exciting for me. Oh, really? I love that show. Um, what did you say? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, we're actually playing a show tomorrow night with the guys from Lost. You know, it doesn't matter. But um, uh, the main thing that I want to do while I'm in Australia, and I don't know how this is going to happen, it's probably impossible. I want to meet Chris Lilly. Uh I think if you tweet him, maybe he'll... He likes that kind of... He actually likes pop punk and stuff. Dude, that would be my fucking dream. I'm obsessed. He is the funniest person on the face of the planet. I think he is the best. I don't know. Is he annoying in Australia or do people like him? No, no, we like him. Um, He's actually based off my friend's drama teacher. Like, they went to same school. Are you talking about Mr. G? Yeah, Mr. G. Oh... My Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was like, it's some private school. The words you just said have blown my mind. Yeah. But um, let let me see if I can make that happen. I totally can't, but I can try and be important. And try. Oh, listen, just the idea that you would tell me that maybe is just, you know, that's enough for me. Oh, you know, Australia's a small country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the tiny places where I have to fly to every show, which I think is awesome, by the way. I'm also looking forward to flying. I love flying. Uh, we're a big country, but we have no people. Like, we have barely any people. But, um... Yeah, that's what I hear. You guys are like, uh, Nebraska. You don't know what that is. It doesn't matter. It's a state. I know what that is. <laughs> Whoa! See, that's how uncultured Americans are. We don't know anything about you guys. But you guys seem to know stuff about us. So it's, it's kind of you, and it's thoughtless of us. Which I guess is America's MO, so we nailed it. Five Mario coins if you can name one other state in Australia. There's a city. Adelaide. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Global Globe. There's one called, like, Global Globe. Uh, what? Fuck. This is really hard. 
I got nothing. Damn it. You lost those five Mario coins, but anyway. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much for the chat, me. Joe. Thank you so much for meeting you guys over down there. Yes, it's been hilarious. Um, have a good night with your wife watching Netflix, um, and good luck with the rest of the whatever tours you have coming up. Thank you so much, Abby. We appreciate it. That's okay. I'll tweet you the interview, okay? My um, my Twitter is STFUppy. You'll probably notice it. Fuck yeah. Awesome. See you later, Joe. Awesome, man. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye.